This is Melinda Hale, and you're listening to Dash Radio. Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. Yep, it's that time again. Daily Discovery here. My name is DJ Hapa. Happy to have Melinda Hale with me in studio. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having I'm me. I'm good. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Originally from Santa Barbara. Yes. Not many people are from Santa Barbara. I just passed through Santa Barbara <laughs> literally over the weekend. It's a beautiful place. It's gorgeous. It's a weird place to grow up, though, because you don't really appreciate the beauty. Uh, but now when I go back, I'm like, I can't believe I grew up here. And family's still in Santa Barbara? No, they're actually all in L.A. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I still have my best friends still live out there and i go out there my godchildren are out there so we go up there a lot it is beautiful it is it is um describe santa barbara and what was it like growing up in santa barbara how how honest can i be (laughs) you can be as honest (laughs) as you want oh it wasn't diverse i'll put it that Uh, way okay yeah 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 i I would Uh, imagine yeah it wasn't diverse but that also made me stand out in a good way Mm. because i was a singer so i always got to sing everywhere which is pretty cool but um it, it was beautiful. You know, it was a beach town. It was really chill, low-key. My mom always said it's for newlyweds and nearly deads. Uh, <laughs> it's where you get married, that, where that, you that's retire. That's a slogan? Yeah. That's a slogan. Santa Barbara, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was a really mellow town. There was It was very easy life, I will say. And you got into music at a very young age. Yes. Uh, you started, I think, playing the piano, mm-hmm. right? And then playing, writing your own songs yep. at the age of nine? Yeah, and singing in church, age-old story. But got yeah, it. I grew up singing in church and... Yeah, I, I took piano lessons and I hated practicing, uh, which I'm sure a lot don't of people we all? do. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I ended up going to college for music. Music has always been in my blood. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And where did you go to school? I went to Azusa Pacific University. Uh, I actually okay. went for opera. Okay. Which okay. Is, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, nice. Well, yeah. so you transitioned from church to then writing your own songs. Yep. What was what was that like? Because a lot of times that's a very people don't realize that that's a very big jump For to sure. go from Absolutely. singing in church to then being able to pen your own songs and oh. get your feelings out and all of that. Completely, and it was a very um, bold decision for a nine year old mm. <laughs> to say, "I want to write my own songs." Right. I still remember the first song I wrote. I'm not going to sing it because yeah. well, well, now you now sense. you have to now you have to <laughs> give us a little bit of it. It was like I don't even know what I was talking about. I was like, "A light a candle." And I say goodnight, then I saw a gleam within your eye. For a nine-year-old, that's yeah. pretty heavy, right? Yeah. And I was like, where am I getting this from? But I listened to, I grew up listening to like Mariah Carey, Whitney mm. Houston, Celine Dion. So like they had all those like love ballads that mm-hmm. I just drew to. So yeah, and I just started writing songs. And as I went to school and did more piano, it just kind of grew. And then obviously the older I got, the more life experience I had. And mm-hmm. so my, my songwriting changed. Now, I want to talk about the um, the meaning of a lot of these words. I feel like there's a lot of substance in your music. Yeah. And when did that come into play? Did, would, did that come as you matured as a human being mm-hmm. and then the songs became more substantial? It took a while, to be honest, mm. because I was afraid of vulnerability mm. in, in music. And I thought in order to make it, quote unquote, you had to kind of have a very surface sure. song. And I feel like people think that... Um, substance and a catchy hook are, you know, mutually exclusive. Right. So I wanted to figure out a way to have a catchy song, but also have something that 
had substance to it. So I think when I went to college, that's really when I started to figure that out. Mm. And then moving to New York and moving to Chicago, having those different city experiences, that also changed my songwriting and allowed me to open myself up a little bit more. Mm. Much different than Santa Barbara. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I um, I want to get into some of this music because you've got an EP that is coming out. Yeah. Uh, this Friday, actually, you've got an EP that's coming out called The One. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about this body of work yeah. called The One. So it's definitely been a long time coming. I'm so unbelievably proud of this. I've released albums and EPs and singles in the past before. But like I said, it's taken a while for me to, one, get more vulnerable with my music, but also mm-hmm. just figure out what my sound was. Mm-hmm. Because being a black female artist, you automatically get put into the R&B genre. Right. Automatically. And though R&B is an influence, I don't consider myself an R&B artist. Mm. So this EP to me feels very like, pop soul singer songwriter like I'm very inspired by NDRE but also like Gavin DeGraw Mm. and Sarah Bareilles so Mm -hmm. I like to kind of fuse those influences so I think that this EP is a great representation of that Um, and it's called The One it's kind of funny how it happened one of the producers on the record I was looking for the last song and I, I just wasn't inspired to write anything and she came over she's like oh well I have this track like it's just kind of been sitting and so she played it and I was like this is the one and, ah. and it ended up being the title track and the title of the EP so it that's kind of it was serendipitous how that kind of it happened. was meant to be yes <laughs> there it is I actually want to start with the one okay and I want to play the one okay uh, since that is the title track yeah. uh, tell me about obviously when you heard the song for the mm-hmm. first time you're like that's the one yeah yeah um Talk to me a little bit about the lyrical content of the one. You know, I, a lot of my songs and lyrics are just very inspiring, and that's what I want. And this one, I just, I kind of wanted a feel-good song that's, like, encouraging you to be the best part of yourself, mm. you know? So when I heard it, I just started humming melodies, and we had the little, like, catchy hook that goes that's no lyrics. It's just da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And it just all fell into place. It was really, really, really seamless <laughs> to write. It, that's the best way. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I mean, because we've all been there where you're just banging your head against the wall trying yes. to come up with something. It's frustrating. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's what then leads you to the one. Yep. There it is. <laughs> um, I want to play the one. Melinda Hale is with me in studio. Don't go anywhere. We've got her new single, also Something Worth Fighting For, coming up in a moment. And you're going to sing a little bit of that song, yeah. too, live in yeah. studio. So we're excited. Uh, guys, don't go anywhere. Here it is, the one right here on Dash Radio. I made a vow that I'm gonna change the world, but I ain't got no pain. Got my dreams in my head in the same. And I remember everything that we've been through How people like you and me Gotta work till we're all set free We're running far from something Staying fueled on nothing Trying to keep from drowning So let's rewrite our story And ride it through to glory Let them know that we all can win it. Da 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 da
to go and find what we really need. We're taking the chance that we'll never make it there. But even when you hit the ground, there is something to be found. Don't listen to the voices. Got to making choices. It's when you know what's really on your heart. us we're over here just jamming out to the one uh melinda hale is here with me in studio we are uh having a good old time that's like you're making such feel-good music yeah. and i'm a big fan of thank that thank you so much i feel like the world needs this absolutely especially I, in today oh my <laughs> gosh i mean every day there's something that is like i feel like people are stacking weights yes on top of us every day yeah. it seems like it's getting worse yeah it's um, hard to look at the news and even just social media. Sometimes I just have to put my phone away because I can't do it. I know. And some of these issues, I feel like, continue to grow, mm-hmm. continue to, like, get magnified. Yeah. And it's, one, I'm glad that we're a bunch of people are talking about it. Right. But it is a little discouraging to know that then, like, you know, you feel like you have a handle. Like, oh, okay, I feel like people are more conscious. I feel like we're yeah. now... You know, everybody's now a bit more aware yeah. of what's going on. And then here we are, and we're talking about concentration camps in 2018. Like in America. In Ameri- <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, in America, yeah. in old Walmarts. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is going it's, on? It's mind boggling. It really and, is. But I think also the reason it may seem more magnified is because of social media. I agree with that. Because with a that. lot of the things, we probably didn't know a lot of things that were happening. Back oh, there's in the day. horrible you know, things that I'm were going sure on. I'm sure that just we weren't aware of. We wouldn't know something's happening in Florida. Mm. We wouldn't know something that's happening in New York if it weren't for Facebook, if it right. weren't for Twitter. So I am grateful for that. True. I am. But it makes it harder. <laughs> oh, yeah, for <laughs> you know? sure. It makes it harder to go on about your day, yeah. Yeah. you know, for yeah. sure. Um, on the flip side, I think that the music that you're creating is inspiring people as well. I mean, the song that we are going to play here in a moment is called Something Worth Fighting For. Yeah. Um, this last one, the one, these like uplifting messages mm-hmm. uh, that you're trying to send yeah. to people. Is that a conscious decision on your part or is that just what comes out? Both, honestly. Um, I think that's who I am as a person. I think Mm. that's how my parents raised me. Mm. But I think that because music is such a universal language and I think it's 
one of my jobs as a songwriter to convey messages in a positive mm-hmm. way because everybody listens to music. Everybody has a song that they want to listen to when they're sad. Everybody has a song they want to listen to when they're angry or after a breakup. Right. And so I want to be that person that when people want to feel inspired and want to feel galvanized to make a difference, mm. that they listen to my music. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. That's the difference I want to make. So I, I think that that's so empowering, you know, and um, I think for you as a songwriter, is it, is it challenging sometimes to sit down and write? Is it challenging to get all these thoughts out that you have, like, on paper? Like, is that a challenge for you? Yes, it is, because there's so many. <laughs> right, right. And sometimes it's hard to just kind of compartmentalize them into a song because I could just keep talking and talking and talking. Um, but, you know, you, you figure it out. And I have to figure out the best way to express my feelings, but also in a way that people can connect with and understand mm. like, oh, that's exactly how I'm feeling. Oh, that's exactly what I'm going through. That's exactly what I want to do. So it, it takes time. And, you know, sometimes I can write a song in an hour. Sometimes it takes me months, mm. you know, so it, everything's a di- every song is a different process. And with sure. the, when putting together a body of work, mm-hmm. right, you put together this EP, it's mm-hmm. a five song EP. Yeah. Were there songs that just didn't make it because of the content of it or the the vibe of these other songs that you maybe had recorded that you were considering for this Mm -hmm. talk to me about that no yeah there was there was a couple songs there's one song that i really love and i will record it it's called the la la song and it was just a simple love song i was like it just doesn't fit you know Mm. but it's i'm really proud of that song there were a couple others that i had written and um my friend anna who was a vocal producer and co-writer on a lot of the songs as well we just you know we wanted it to be a very cohesive album i do have one love song on the album actually two um i consider chicago kind of a love song to the city right um but give me love is the only love song on there but um yeah i i really wanted to focus a little bit a little bit more on the inspirational aspect of mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Writing. uh definitely and i want to get into this i, I do want to get into this something worth fighting yeah. for tell me Tell me a little bit more about that particular record and how that was created. Yeah, so that song actually started, I was writing a, a musical with a friend. And that song was actually going to be in that show. And then I was like, no, I want it for myself. <laughs> because, And so I rewrote it a little bit so it didn't sound so musical theater. And um, my musical director, I was like, you know, I really think he can come up with cooler chords to this. Because I play piano, but... Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes songs just transfer differently on guitar. Sure. So I just sang the song to a metronome and I was like, here, just, you know, write chords to it. And he came back with the music for it. And it was exactly what I heard in my head. And Mm. it was perfect. It worked out that way. And then Anna, who, uh, like I said, was a vocal producer on this. She helped me figure out a couple of different lyric lines and just all came into place. And then the producer we worked with, Adrian Alvarado, he made it sound great. I gave him a couple of reference tracks and I just love the way it turned out. I'm really proud of it. Talk to me about collaboration Mm -hmm. because I think we also are in a day and age in which one could potentially do everything. Yeah. Right. Like you could, you could write, record, um, you could even mix and master your own thing. If it really came down to it. Um, talk to me though about the importance of collaboration. Cause it sounds like this song really wouldn't be what it is without that collaboration. Absolutely. Well, I will say that collaborating is very new for me and it's mm. very hard for me to do because I'm a control freak. And <laughs> At least you've yeah. admitted that. I mean, that's, that's the step, yes. step one, right? Right. It is a step one. And, but also I just feel like as an artist, like I want to say what I want to say. Like you right. don't know what I'm trying to say, right. but I'm so blessed that I have the team that I do work with because they are able to convey what I want to say. Mm. And sometimes they do it better than me. And with Dave with music, he's able to come up with chords that 
you know, play on the emotion of the lyric that I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. I'm very, very lucky that I have the people in my life that I do. But I think it's important because you you could be stuck on something and somebody could say one thing that could make the whole song. The one. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> exactly. But right. seriously, so I, I think it's it's worth trying. You know, there are two songs I did write by myself because I was like, I have to write something by myself on this. And then three, I did co-write. So it, it was it was a really fun process. A little combination. Yes, absolutely. There absolutely. it is. Well, I'm excited to play this song here. Something worth fighting for. Now I'm trying to hear what the musical version would sound like. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, very interesting to, to think about it and translate it in yeah, that way. Yeah. Um, here we go. Something worth fighting for. Melinda Hale hanging out with me here in studio. Don't go anywhere. She's going to sing a little bit live for us here at Dash. Uh, But here it is, something worth fighting for right here on Dash. Dash Daily Discovery. The day of stars saying that it's gonna be alright. You wake up, look yourself in the mirror, be a hero in the night. You gotta believe in you. Gotta believe in you. So hold on to the dream that you're living. Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper. So inspiring. 
So inspiring you are. Uh, tell me a little bit more about, like, you, you said that some of this comes from how you were raised. Yeah, yeah. If you had to give some advice to anybody who is out there and, like, I mean, clearly I feel like you were raised in a, in a good way. I mean, Absolutely. if this is what comes out, if this yeah. is the end product, I think some, your parents did something right. Yeah. What do you feel like were, you know, maybe some of the, the secrets to that? To how my parents raised me? Yeah. Like, what they, would be the things that you would duplicate? I mean, just teaching people to just love, you mm. know? Like, that's what comes first and foremost. Like, I was raised in the church, but I was raised in a very liberal church. And so, for me, and, like, I'm also a worship leader on Sundays. Like, that's a huge part of my life, my faith. And so, when I see, like, all the negative um, aspects of the church that happen now, I'm like, but that's not how, like, all Christians are. That's not how, mm. you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, my parents were just very, very loving, and they made sure I knew all types of people, all types of cultures. And and even in Santa Barbara, my mom would make sure that we figured out how to have diversity so we knew who we are, where we came from, that other cultures were beautiful and that we were beautiful. You know, it's just, I, I can't thank my parents enough. And my dad mm-hmm. was a musician as well. So that's where a lot of my influence comes from as well. And they just, they're awesome people. I, yeah, I love my parents. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think, you know, teaching, teaching kids yeah. uh, is probably... One of the biggest things that we could do as a society to try and fix or change some of these things that are going on, right? right? Because it's very difficult to change somebody who is so set in their ways. Oh, for sure. For sure. uh, Like, you can. Like, that's certainly a possibility. It just takes a lot harder to do. Yes, it's a lot harder to do versus, you know, a kid who, uh, you know, a five-year-old, a four-year-old, there's no prejudice that's there. For sure. They don't know. No. They don't know any better. And yet. so I think it's really important that we we do that. Agreed. I look forward to Agreed. so much more coming from you. Uh, before we get out of here, we've got to have you sing a little bit yeah. of something. So okay, maybe a little sure. bit of something worth fighting for. Or, or whatever you want. Yeah, let's sing. I was singing want a little do? bit of uh, another one, actually, okay, that's, uh, that's on the EP. So this is Give Me Love. Okay. And I co-wrote this one with um, my musical director, Dave. Nice. All right, you're going to have to give me a little snaps, though. What if I told you that we should be lovers? Would you just pack your bags and run away with me? We'd cross all the oceans and wouldn't worry about nothing. Yeah, we'd forget all our responsibilities. And oh, young love, and oh, young love. So baby, come give me, give me love, give me love, give me love, baby. You give me love, give me love, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Oh. So good having you uh, here in studio, yeah. and I can't wait for all of the things to come for you. Uh, first off, the one out everywhere this Friday, yeah. the EP coming out. Uh, you got to go and check for that, everybody. I want to uh, shout out all of your socials, which are Melinda Hale, which is spelled M A L Y N. 
D A H A L E, right? You're Melinda Hale on Instagram, yep. on Twitter, mm-hmm. Melinda Hale Music. You can find Keep her it simple, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've also gone ahead and put this up on my site, hopperworld.com, so you can check that here. You can listen back to the full interview and uh, hit rewind on her singing that live here uh, in studio as well. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited Thank for all you. the things to come. Thank you so much. And anytime you have something new, please make sure to bring it on by. Cool. Absolutely. Um, I usually like to end things like this. Music is life and life is good. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great one.